adventure and the fun. A beautiful heart, faithful and strong. Sharing kindness is an easy feat, and magic makes it all complete. Welcome to My Little Pony Talk. It is Saturday, August 11th. I'm your host, Pandora Rose, and this is my co-host, Nikki Suki Nuko. Yay! Also, since I'm on the air, I want to say happy birthday, Dad. Happy birthday, Yeah, I accidentally forgot to change the theme song for tonight. It was like, crap, wrong theme song. full-time job anymore. And the funniest thing is, I'm happy about it. It's not, it's, it's not so strange, you know? Yeah, so when you, when you, when you, yeah, especially when you hate where you're working. Well, see, there you go. And I planned on quitting there anyway, but I planned on doing it under my own terms. It just happened a little sooner than I planned. So it's a cat game cat. Okay. So. Sorry about that little interruption. Melody's been cleaning her room, and she's rediscovering things. Oh, okay. How, you know, everything that you used to own that you've forgotten about when your room is messy, all of a sudden it comes new again. Why can't you find it? Right. Can't go and show people and talk about it. Ah, yes. I actually have those moments myself. I think we all have those moments. 
But yeah, it was actually quite. We passed when we were seven, and we're like, "Oh, I'm lucky dog!" Totally forgot about that. <laughs> I know. I, I think I had one of those moments. Yep. Now Melody's wandering around the house dressed as Pinkie Pie in a mask that she got from McDonald's Happy Meal. Ah, okay. She's talking Pinkie Pie. Captain Princess. Oh, sorry. Captain Princess Pinkie Pie. Ah, okay. Yeah, you have to make sure you get it right. Probably the greatest captain in all of uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Big nerds over here. We've got we've got the husband talking about go red Captain Marvelous. And I'm sure I'm absolutely positive I did not pronounce that correctly. Um <laughs> And then Melody being Captain Princess Pinkie Pie, and right now I am just sitting here eating a cookie and minding my own business. Oh. I make double chocolate chip cookies. Ooh. Yeah, now see, my intent with making these cookies was to introduce Melody to the joys of baking. But that didn't work out because she spent the whole time not paying attention to me trying to teach her how to bake and trying to pretend instead that she is a famous YouTuber. So. <laughs> She's back on YouTube for a week now. <laughs> You better watch out for her or else she will end up trying to make a living off of YouTube. I thought my biggest problem was that she was going to end up being Charlotte from The Princess and the Frog. But no, no, I think my biggest problem may end up being that she wants to be Rose from Nerdy Nummies. Oh my! If you're ever in Portland, do look me up. My daughter would scream to meet you. <laughs> Literally scream with shattered glass. She can reach some high octaves. I can probably imagine. <laughs> I've heard her. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, being five now, yeah, well, being five now, she's got a pretty powerful set of lungs that have gotten some serious practice over the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. Oh, dear. Mm -hmm. 
I almost want to take her to either Sakuracon or KimoriCon, probably Sakuracon because it's bigger, just so that she could see the Sailor Moon cosplayers and 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 screech at them for a little while. But I've shown her pictures. I've shown her pictures, you know, because we only haven't been since 2008. But in the before times, we have pictures in there. Um, yeah, oh, God, if it took her, she'd probably literally lose her mind. So many Sailor Moons, so little time. <laughs> That is basically about it. Mini Sailor Moon, Princess Serenity, Neo Queen Serenity, Queen Serenity. (laughs) That that one that dresses up. (laughs) Oh, and you forgot Chibi. You forgot Chibi Moon. That's just mini moon. Yeah. No, Chibi Moon. Um, that's the one with the um. That is from Sailor Moon. That is from the Stars series. No, 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 no. That's Chibi Chibi. Oh, I see. Yeah, that's right. Chibi Chibi. I'm sorry. How can I forget that? Because that's all she said throughout the entire show was Chibi Chibi. Chibi Chibi. Chibi Chibi. Chibi Chibi. But yeah, so, um, listen, here's the consideration of the Cosmos. Um, oh, yes, Cosmos. Oh, yes. Are you okay? Who, me? Are you talking to me? Yeah, just, you sound out of breath. Oh, yeah, I'm at my uncle's house and I had to go up and... I had to go up and down some stairs. Ah. Because my my room is upstairs and I had to go down to the fridge because I forgot my Pocky. You're eating Pocky. Not just any Pocky. Lemon flavored Pocky. No, it's lemon flavored Pocky. I still say chocolate's the best. Well, I've never tasted lemon-flavored, so I'm going to be tasting lemon-flavored tonight for the first time. I was actually supposed to eat these last week, but they got pushed to the back of the fridge. Yeah, we've got Tony Mutant rolling around on the floor here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'd forgotten to eat the Pocky with the rest of the chocolate stuff last week because it was pushed to the back of the fridge and it wasn't until after the show that it's like, 
Crap, I forgot the Pocky. Why do you put Pocky in the fridge? How, how um, hot is your house? Well, see, what I do is when I get the box, because it's been through so many climate changes and it's been through so many temperature changes, I take anything out that has any type of chocolate and I definitely take um, any drinks that are in there, and I all I toss I toss all that stuff into the fridge. You're ordering this stuff from online, aren't you? This stuff is coming directly from Japan. You 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 don't have an Asian grocery store. This stuff is coming directly from Japan. This find an Asian grocery Japan. store. They all, yeah, yeah. Find an Asian grocery store. They also carry Pocky. Yeah, I know that. But see, this stuff comes is coming from Japan. So all Pocky. I don't comes ever from know. Japan. Yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is that's why I put it into the fridge so that it can it can get cold again. And stuff like that. Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that if if you bought it from an Asian grocery store, like it'd go through like normal grocery store things, and you wouldn't have to do that. Well, see, I never know what's going to come in these boxes, so that's that's why I said this last time. I was kind of surprised that I didn't get my usual Kit Kat bars. Oh, so this this came because of one of those boxes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So So it's it's always a secret. Yeah, it's always a secret as to what's gonna. Well, all four pieces of pocky are all stuck together, so I guess I'm gonna have to eat them all in one big old piece because I tried like taking and breaking them all apart, and like one of the bottom pieces came off. So I guess I'll try the bottom piece because it's got a little bit of. And it doesn't have enough of the frosting. Because the Pocky tastes just like regular Pocky. It's the, fr- it's the frosting that really tastes different. It's the chocolate that always tastes a little bit different. It's white chocolate, and it's supposed to have a lemony taste to it, which I think that's kind of a bit of a theme for this box is lemon-flavored stuff. Because um, the cola had a lemony flavor to it, which actually I was actually watching a YouTube video about discontinued pops, and Coca-Cola Crystal was actually a discontinued pop huh. from the ni- from um, the two thousands. So we actually had that in the U.S. So it's kind of amazing that it took this long for it to get over to Japan. So while I'm t- trying to taste this, any pony news for you? Potter tried to eat wisteria again. That's it? He thinks he's a My Little Pony Mommy. He specifically likes the the hair of the G3 ponies and also hair that comes on custom ponies. So, um, 
I don't know why it's different than the G1 hair, because in theory it's the same. But apparently to Potter it's different. But that's my only pony news at the moment because I don't know why. Because it just is. Okay. Well, I do have two boxes to open. And they're two quick boxes, so should be able to get through them fairly quickly. Um, I have to say I'm actually disappointed in this Pocky. And it's good, but I don't taste any lemon. Well, lemon's kind of a hard flavor to do. I don't know. You really have to have the right amount of lemon plus sugar in order to make lemon flavor stand out. Yeah, especially against white chocolate. Yeah, you need a lot of lemon and sugar if you're using it with white chocolate. Because otherwise it's just like a sensation, really, on the tongue rather than an actual flavor. But, um, yeah. Pony up there with the unfinished custom pony. I'm going to say this is actually a miss on being lemon flavored. But it's still good Mm. coffee. Well, I like I I like the stick part of Pocky more than the frosting anyway. So, did you hear that uh, the the show toys the toys that made us is finally doing an episode on My Little Pony? It's about time. I know, right? I've been wondering when they've gonna, they're going to get to um, My Little Pony. Okay. Yeah, and so, I'm, I, I've heard that, like, the original creator of My Little Pony is going to be on it. Woo! We should I've probably watch her, that. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if Miss Bush will be on it. That would be nice to, because, to see, because I have met her and I have gotten to talk to her, so... Yeah, yeah, no, no, I remember when we talked to her on the show. I was there for that, remember? Oh, yeah, that was right. That was before you took your break. Yeah. So, um... Okay. Boxes are categorized with tonight's theme. It is um, my Fangirl Monthly Box. And I do have my Sanrio box from Loot Crate, which I can't wait for my next box because it will be for my birthday month. Hooray! Are you, are there any specific hopes you're wanting for your birthday? Hello, kitty. 
Okay, so um, this month's theme for um, Fangirl Monthly is Studio Ghibli, which I still let it go through even though I never watched any of the Studio Ghibli films. What? I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. I know. What? I know. I've never watched. No? What? What do you mean you haven't watched any of the Studio Ghibli films? I've never seen one. Are you sure? Like, like, no Ponyo, no... No Spirited Away, no Princess Mononoke, nothing? No no Secret World Arietti? Are you kidding? What? What? I am, what? I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm going it. to try. <laughs> I am going to try and fix it. I am going to actually see one of the one of the Studio Ghibli films. It will be showing at um, the um, Cinemark uh, movie theaters. I just need to pick one of them. Which 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 one is it? Um, my friend and I are going to be either going to um, Cinemark. Well, actually, we're going to be going actually this entire week because she kind of wants to cheer me up, despite the fact that I am I I'm not really down about losing my full time job. Yeah. Okay. So Cinemark. No. Whatever. Which film? We're, I don't know because I need to see what I need to see again what their um what their lineup is going to be. But I do know that they're going to have um um to, to, uh, my neighbor Totoro. Is that is that one Studio Ghibli? Yeah, that one is Studio Ghibli because actually that is the um, postcard. For this one, it is um, my neighbor um, Totoro. I haven't seen that one since I was a kid. Oh, and I've got Kiki Delivery Service socks. Oh, that one's cute. Of course, these (sighs) things probably would never fit me. And actually, I've got a Kiki's um, Delivery Service uh, pouch too. I guess they must have did different pouches for different boxes because it just says custom gift uh, cotton jewelry pouch, and normally it says what. Um, oh, holy! Anime. I did from. not even realize. Did you know the Kate Blanchett? Was I think the voice of Tanya's mom? Tanya. Anyway, uh... okay. I've got a sit sprite charm. I don't know what um, anime this is from. What does it look like? It's a black charm. Uh, 
the tag on it has a little girl with a pig next to her. You are so annoying. Because it just says um, various um, soot sprite, puffy charm. Uh, Totoro asymmetrical earrings from my neighbor Totoro, which these are actually pretty cute. It's actually got Totoro with an umbrella and a little blue creature with a little white rabbit on top of it. The blue creature looks like a little rabbit himself and has a little white rabbit on top of his head. Uh, you'll have to send me a picture. A glass pendant necklace from the tale of Princess Kagura. Ooh, this is beautiful. Now this makes me want to watch the the anim- Now this makes me want to watch the movie. If this is one of the movie offerings, I might actually see this one. Do I actually want to see Howl's Moving Castle? Because I've actually seen quite a few previews for that. But I don't think that is one of the... And the last item is a... Calcifier keychain from Howl's Moving Castle. And it's a little fire creature looking thing. Oh yeah, Calcifer. So no, I've never seen a Studio Ghibli film. I feel so ashamed. I'm sorry. But I do want to see Howl's Moving Castle if that's one of the options that's going to be in the movie theaters. If not, I'm going to see it. It doesn't matter what the to... options are. You will go and you will see whatever Studio Ghibli film they have. At this point, you, at this point, you, you have no room to be picky. Okay, 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 I'll pick a film. As I said, my friend is going to be taking me to the movies um, probably every day this week because we actually have uh, memberships to Cinemark. So we get, um, we basically prepay for tickets. And I've got like seven tickets, or like six or like six tickets. So like, I don't have to worry about paying for movie tickets. So. Oh, this month's Sanrio box theme is Big Smile and Hello Kitty is in a big clamshell. 
can't believe you haven't seen Ponyo. I'm sorry. It's got Liam Neeson in it. I'm sorry. And Kate Blanchett. And the bonus Jonas. Okay, that on my list of things to watch. Okay, I keep forgetting and that. The... And Tina Fey. The... Tina Fey is like a little boy. What the hell is his name right now? Sosuke. Sosuke's mom. Oh, and Matt Damon is Sosuke's dad. I cannot believe you haven't watched Kanye. Ponyo. I can't believe you haven't watched Ponyo. Everybody is in Ponyo. How have you not seen Ponyo? I just haven't. It's based on The Little Mermaid. I don't know. Okay, can you remember who the San the Sanrio dog character is? Nope. They didn't have that many characters when I was a kid. Well, I've got a set of stickers of the Sanrio dog character that was evidently attached to the um uh, 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 the Haribo sticker that's always keeping the paper closed, which is currently not keeping the paper closed. Okay, T-shirt. Ooh, this T-shirt is cute. Oh, my God, everything in here is so cute. Pony, 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 fishy in the sea. Tiny little fishy, who could you really be? Ponyo, 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 she's okay, a little so. girl. She's a little girl with a round tummy. Ponyo. Okay, so I have a tank top that I will probably wear over a T-shirt because I cannot wear tank tops with all of the Sanrio characters basically dressed up as normal except for the twin stars. And Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty is lo- looking like a mermaid, and her hair bow actually has a seashell in it. Uh, the twin stars have beads in their hair with starfishes in them. The bunny character has a starfish in her hair. The penguin has a starfish in his, on his head. And they're standing in front of some, like, a castle under the sea. So it's a really cute tank top. I just wish I could wear it without having to put a t-shirt on on, on under underneath it. I still don't get why you have to put a t-shirt on underneath it. Um, the holes are very big for the arms. So, like, you can basically see my bra. Um, I 
So that's why. So just wear it around the house. I'd still put a T-shirt on underneath it. Okay, so the next item is a plushy Hello Kitty that you can attach to a bag, and it is the mermaid. The mermaid body is the ombre of a rainbow, and her bow is the same ombre effect, but it doesn't have the shell in the middle. I wish it had the shell in the middle instead of just the little ball in the middle. And then there's a makeup bag. Again, Hello Kitty is a mermaid. She's sitting on top of a shell. And twin stars are kind of above her, swimming around. You've got the penguin standing next to her, this fish-type creature standing next to her. The bunny character is kind of like laying at her feet. And it's very holographic in the back. Really neat. An embroidered, another embroidered pin set, which is... Hello Kitty is looking really cute, but I don't like the monster. I wish they would have done the twin stars instead of the monster and the the penguin. And there is a note in here. Uh, hey there, Looter. We hope you are enjoying your splash-themed Sanrio crate. We need more time. We need. We hope we have one more super cute item to share with you, but it needs a little more time to arrive. Your exclusive multi-character sarong will ship separately in early August, so please be on the lookout for it during that time. We are very sorry for this inconvenience. If you have any questions or concerns, please reach out to our customer service team. See, this is the one great great thing about Loot Crate is they will not delay a box because an item is not in stock. like other boxes, they'll still send it out. They'll just send a note stating, hey, you know what, there's something. We don't quite have it in stock yet, but once we get it, we'll be sending it right out to you. Well, that's good. Did you know in the toys that made us the last episode of season two was about Hello Kitty? Yes, I do. I did watch that. Okay, so let me see. And of course, there is the Sanrio um, poster, which on the back, of course, is printed the everything that came in the package. It, ooh. 
this sarong actually does really look cute. Uh, look and feel like a beautiful mermaid in the silky sarong featuring a mermaid scale design with Hello Kitty, My Melody, Little Twin Stars, Tuxedo Sam, and Hangy Odon, the sea creature that I'm not liking. Pom-pom Perrin, that's the, the dog creature. So the sarong looks really cute. I can't wait to get it. And the great thing about Loot Crate is if it comes in a very specific box, they always make sure to ship it in that same exact box. Um, last year, I believe it was, they did a Star Wars themed box and they had um, I think the accurate way to say it is Darth Vader Luke and Ray's um, light, lightsaber replica However, it did not come in the box. It had to come later because it was supposed to be so detailed that it just took longer for it to be created. And I figured it was just going to come in just like a random box because the Star Wars box was very, very on point with it being a Star Wars box. It had the hyperspace look to it and the Star Wars theme on there so when the lightsaber actually did come it actually came in a small miniature version of the Star Wars box So that's one of the reasons why I kind of watch Loot Crate and if it's going to be something that I'm going to want to take and keep, I'll let it go through my friend's account because they're very on point, especially if it's going to be something very detailed like that. So let us actually, uh, one more, one treat before we. Okay, should I have a savory treat or should I go for something sweet? Something sweet. Let me see if I can find it. 
Okay, I'll make that next week. Okay, a fruit donut gummy. Um, mixed fruit flavors, sweet and sour. Oh, looking colorful and cute. Well, it does not look colorful and cute. It looks very scary. It's green and yellow. So I'm afraid it's going to be pineapple and green apple. Which does not sound very appetizing. Let us eat it. Well, I know where the lemon flavor went. Where did it go? Right into this fruit. Right into this fruit chew. Ah. You know what I wish I had? What? Sour belt. Well, I just had something sour for you. Okay. So let's get into um, Sailor Moon uh, S. Now, this. So it means I'm going to eat this blue candy cane. All right. Anyway, Sailor Moon. So. Yes. So, um. This did not actually come out in the manga until Nako actually started doing the Sailor Moon short series. And she actually did it in the manga a lot different than the movie actually did it. Um. No, there wasn't enough in the manga to make a full-length movie out of it. It had to be different. I think they, they I think the manga came out after the movie did, though. The, these short things came out long after the movie did. Well, yes and no, because in one of the sidebars in the original English publication... Of Sailor Moon. Uh, she does actually go into the creation of the snow dancers, though. So, okay, like it wasn't published in the short in that thing of short stories till after the movie came out. But she did the little like a thing of it like before the movie came out. So she said she got okay, the idea for the snow dancers. She said she got the idea for the snow dancers from a lamp she bought at like a thrift store. 
Okay, that's what I thought I remember seeing. That in um, book 11 from the original set, because that is the one where it has Luna in her human form on the on the cover. And this is the original printing, mind you. Not the re-release, the original, original printing. Back which in they the did 90s. From, yeah, which they did, which you had to read from left to right because they flipped everything because they figured people in the United States wouldn't be able to read right to left. Yeah. Which is weird. Which is really kind of funny. Which is actually kind of funny because I actually read the series, the original books I had, and you and a few other people had gotten me the rest of the series because by the time the rest of the series had came out, it got pulled from the shelves because... Stars was so controversial at the time, and there was no way of getting your hands on it at the time. So, and I actually read it from right to left, from left to right, and it actually gave me a headache to do that because. My brain was so trained to read left to right. You mean right for to left? a manga. What? From 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 right yeah. to left in a manga. So it's kind of like I can kind of understand why they did it because yeah, it, it is a bit of a just goes to show you though. Curve. It just goes to show you, though, that even though the United States, like, has this, like, ideal of, like, you know, we're a cultural melting pot, we're very worldly, we're actually kind of a cultural whole. The rest of the world views us very, very shut, like, shut in and provincial. Like, everybody always assumes we're not going to get it. So oh, yeah. it's it's very interesting to think about, especially because of like how popular manga in its original format and anime has become. Like it's no longer an underground thing where you're paying twenty five dollars for like a VHS cassette with twenty minutes of footage on it. Yeah. Um, like, it's it's a mainstream thing now, but in the 90s, not so very long ago, it, it was considered very underground and very counterculture. Back, back when we had Suncoast, back before we had Hot Topic, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the United States, from Japan's perspective, was regarded as a cultural whole, and 
even the marketers of the time thought of must have thought of us as a cultural whole that wouldn't be capable of expanding our tiny little perspectives to embrace yeah. reading different directions. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I could actually see like English, and I can actually see that because reading it, having read manga going from left to right for so long, and then reading it from from left to right, it was a struggle because it's kind of like my brain was so trained that I know this is a manga. I should be reading this from the other way around. And I kept having to force myself to not turn to the back page because I know that that's not the right way to read this particular book. Do you remember when they first started printing things, like printing manga to be read to left, where they had that page at the back of the book? (laughs) I actually have a few manga that actually have that. Um, yeah. Um, Vampire Knight has that. That that and that manga has that. Oran Host Club has that. Um. Oh God. Um. I'd have to look at the collection. I know how long you have that. But it's just I, like <laughs> there, there are there are there's people out there who read manga who've never read that because no one sees it anymore. But they used to. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I mean it was like really funny when somebody was actually seeing me read reading one of reading one of these one time, and they were like, "Aren't you reading that backwards?" It's like, "No, I'm actually reading it the right way." They're like, how do you know? So I turned it to the I turned I opened up the back page and I said, "See." <laughs> and it said, "Stop! This is the back page." <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It's it's been interesting because you know when I was born we still had music on vinyl records and a record player. I learned how to use the record that? player by the I learned how to use the record tape the the record player by the time I was three. I knew that my my books on record used forty five speed. Um, yep. I remember getting my first test radio. It was very pink, same color as my game, my first Game Boy Color. Um. Uh, and my sister's was teal, the same color as my husband's first Game Boy Color. Um. <laughs> I remember. Oh God. Us having having an audio cassette player. Yeah, I had some books on audio cassette. I believe Shouting Curse was one of them. Um, See, I didn't have an audio cassette player. I had Snoopy. (laughs) 
Well, if you wanted to listen to, to audio cassettes at my grandma's house, you had to plug them into Teddy Ruxpin. I had to nothing plug them into Snoopy. Uh, nothing like hearing Teddy Ruxpin sing uh, New Kids on the Block. <laughs> I know. I, um, I know. Snoopy's the same thing. I mean, it's just watching Snoopy's mouth while he's... While he's singing, like, um, God, I know the song, but it's on the tip of my tongue. To Boys and Men? Yeah. Of course it's Boys and Men. It's always Boys and Men. Uh. No, actually, Boys and Men, I actually had on CD. I had that on CD. No, um, God, there was one song on 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 um, New Kids on the Block. Crap, which song was it? That like it was like really funny watching Snoopy's mouth go work to it. <laughs> right, uh, that was it. <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh! Good times, good. Oh, but yeah, back to. Have you been that's the stuff nightmares are made of? Yes. But um, back, back to. No, no, no. Old Teddy Ruxpin was fine. The new Teddy Ruxpin looks like a Doctor Who villain. <laughs> the new Teddy Ruxpin looks like the emoji villains from Doctor Who now, like. He's got emojis and crap in his eyeballs. Like, it's all terrifying. It's terrifying. Oh, God, that is is scary. I'm going to hide under the bed now. I might have to get you one for Christmas just so that you can know the horrors I have seen at Fred Meyers. Or, as you may know, at Kroger. I'm going to go hide now. Yeah. But, yeah. That you so can't I find lived, me. Uh, I've lived through books on records, on audio cassette, books on CD, audio books, regular oh, books, yes. and, and graphic books, their evolution in English print. Yes. Yes. I remember my first MP player. I still have it. It's great. Tiny little digital screen. It was a Mubo TX FM. It could also play the FM radio. So could mine. Yeah, and that's important for old folks like me. Yeah. You know, sometimes I just call classical station. You never know. Um, And then, and then we got. My husband, uh, an iPod, one of those ones that had that big circular wheel and tiny little screen. Remember that? Oh, God. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And then for, for when Fred and I got married, I got him an iPod Touch. He was super excited. couldn't afford the iPhone at the time. That was brand new technology. That was way too expensive for us. But I got him an iPod Touch. 
a digital camera that Melody has taken from us because our phones have better cameras than that digital camera. That is actually kind of sad. (laughs) My first camera was a small little box, and it used film, and it printed out three-by-three pictures. Like, when you got the prints back, they were three-by-three pictures. Like, it couldn't make do spice. Three boxes. I don't remember what mine, mine were, but my first camera actually came with flash bulbs. And I actually went through all of the film my mother gave me and all of the flash bulbs my mother gave me before she even woke up. More pocky. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Sour Belts and Pocky. Any place. Just Sour Belts and Pocky. But back to Sailor Moon S. Um, there is one big discrepancy between the Deke version and the the regular version that I just don't like, and that has to do with the professor and his very first lines. What are they in the new version? Actually, he never spoke until Luna woke up. In the original version, he never he never spoke one single word because when because the version I have has the subtitles on it, so that entire part where the professor's talking about seeing this crystal falling from the sky and all of that. He actually didn't say anything. So he's just staring off into space. He sees something fall. There's no words. And then, like, it breaks into the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. He never says anything until Luna wakes up. And I kind of don't like the fact that Deke made up lines for him and just kind of just filled in. It kind of just brings about, again, I think them thinking that there's this huge, you know, bout of silence, you know, oh, my God, we can't have that, you know, the American people just can't handle, like, that much silence from a character that's in the beginning of a film. Um, Yeah, we have to give them some lines. Again, I don't think it's that they think we can't handle silence. I think it's actually that they think we won't know what's going on. If someone doesn't specifically tell us, oh, look, I am watching a magic crystal fall from space. (laughs) 
Yeah, it's like they're thinking that we're too stupid to realize that something is going on. You can open it from when you get to that part. So, and I kind of don't like that because it kind of like dumbs down the audience. Uh, no, it's not. Okay, was that to me or was that to Melody? <sighs> that was Melody. She she hasn't learned any languages other than American English and American Sign Language yet, but she's heard bits and pieces of other languages, and so... She tries to put on these airs where she tries to say that, like, she knows another language, but she doesn't actually know it, and what she thinks she knows is actually wrong. So she's becoming American very quickly. Um, I thought you were talking to me. No, no, no. She came in and she said, fantastic. That's how you say fantastic in French. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> but yeah, I just don't like the fact that they gave the professor lines that were just kind of not needed. Well, again, it just kind of goes to it just kind of goes to reach- they were trying. When they original when these originally came out on VHS, there was this idea that like everything had to be um, translated for an American audience, and if you didn't even English, that they wouldn't be able to follow it. Even English had to be translated. You know, it just, there was this big uncertainty about how, you know, how how popular would this be in America, how accepting would Americans give this sort of format for, for a TV show, for movies, you know. Would it be assumed that it was for kids, and thus would they have to edit the content to make it more acceptable for kids? And I think that's because where they were kind of they were kind of hitting at because the show was geared towards kids, therefore they were gearing the movies towards kids there and for well, you know kids, they had to now. kind of press the issue of this is what's happening, kids. We have to tell you what's happening or else you're not going to know what's happening. Well, but I mean, if you look at like kids, like kids cartoons today, Friendship is Magic was actually a better show when they were doing it for kids and aiming it for kids because the lessons were so pure and like you didn't have to explicitly say things because it was just like, like 
you know, kind of common sense. Like, and and it was expected that kids kids would get it. One, if it didn't became diluted and contrived to the point where things had to be like really kind of like we're we're going to say what the moral of this lesson was at the end of the episode now until it became for grown up fans. Yeah. But, like when when manga and anime first came to the United States, there was this idea that like it it was a reverse sort of philosophy. Like if something was for adults, like it would it was allowed to be subtle, and if something was for kids, like they they'd have they felt like they had to spell it out. So um, it, it's very strange how it's about where people are at. Like we expect kids to understand things. We we give kids more credit than we're giving, you know, adults these days. And I don't I don't know what that's about. <laughs> or or maybe it's because oh yeah, like the generation that is adults now are the kids that they were spelling stuff out for back when anime first came. And they figured that they have to keep that up because clearly that generation wasn't picking up things in the 90s. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But um, I like, I like, I liked Friendship is Magic back when it was written to teach kids about the magic of friendship rather than when it became fan service for adult bronies. And yeah. I kind of like, you know, I, I don't mind the original format for the movies because the format, let's face it, the movies were the only part of supers, super and supers that I liked because I did not like the the English the even the original English dub of 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 Super and Super uh, Super Sailor Moon and Super Supers Super S Earth. did we ever decide no S and no it was it was S and then Supers yeah that's what it was whatever. I didn't like those particular seasons of Sailor Moon because it got there was a lot of slang put in and it was just it 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 what it, it, it was tacky slang even at the time and it certainly hasn't aged well. Like, you know. No. The scripting was absolutely terrible, but I liked the movies maybe by comparison. So I never really had a problem with the original format for the movies when they came out because it had the it had good voice acting and the scripting was so much better yeah. than those, those those seasons had been that I was like, see, why could this have been the Sailor Moon series? Well, for I, don't think, I think the thing that is a bit cringeworthy to me is just the attacks. The attack. No, they they were in English. Why couldn't they just? I mean, they were said in English in the in the Japanese anime. I mean, why couldn't they just leave them alone? The Mars Flame Sniper, Jupiter Oak Evolution. 
Shine, well, Aqua, were, Rhapsody. Well, those were all in Supers. Those were all left alone. But everything before Supers was all changed. Burning Mandala was changed. Um, I don't remember that one. What was the, it changed to? Um, I forgot what it was changed to. It was changed to something really stupid. But Burning Soul was changed. Princess Holation was changed. I mean, we're not going to revisit everything. Because first of all, I'm just saying, these things were all in English terms. These were all in English, so it's not like these were all these were Japanese terms. There was no reason to translate these. Venus love me chain. It is a word. It's a word, but it's it's not an action word. It's it's a description of a of an optical and no an optical. Like anomaly, like an optical illusion. It is. It's describing like halos of light. It's not something you use for an attack. And actually, if you look it's, at it, it's the same thing that she's doing. No, it's not. She doesn't like make little halos of light. She shoots things at people. She shoots a beam of light. Yeah, but a halation is not a beam of light. It is halos of light around the edges of a thing that you're looking at. Anyway, but, I mean, it was all in English. They could have just left the English translation alone instead of Venus, love me, chain, and circle. I mean, there was no reason to, you know, add the in circle. I mean, that's just like, really? Okay. Uh, no, no. Venus, love, chain, and circle was from season one, first of all. In the original season, and in the manga, in English, is translated to Venus Love Me Chain, and there is no way they could have put Venus Love Me Chain. Love Chain and Circle, sure. Love Me Chain sounds like a different kind of a thing. There is no way they could have put that in there. There's no way that that would have made it into a season one when they thought that the people who were watching this were going to be 10-year-olds. Well, see, that's why I said this show was never geared towards 10-year-olds. This was geared towards kids that were over the age of 14. But you you have to remember contextually where we're at uh, as, if it's, as a civilization, that it, they're, they're, they never inconceivable to marketers at the time that people over the age of fourteen would want to watch an animated TV show, maybe an animated full-length feature film by Disney, but certainly not an animated serial TV show. Surprise. Serial TV shows in America at the time were meant for little kids. They honestly did not believe teenagers would get on board. They had no idea that all of those teenagers who grew up 
parents who take soap operas would look at Sailor Moon and go, it's a soap opera with teenagers. I need to know if Sailor Moon is going to rescue Darian again. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. myself twice. home. That's perfectly fine. 
and she ends up getting herself into trouble by doing that. Yeah. It's and nearly... Go for it. Like, was I alone in feeling really sorry for, for Artemis and kind of frustrated that he wasn't standing up for himself and, like, being like, Luna, you look like you're going to pass out. I, 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 I'm, I'm not wishing to step, step on your little kitty toes, but I'm walking you home. There's, there's, this is not a discussion. Thank you. Thank you. I seriously wanted him to step up and just like be like, hey, you know what? You look like shit. I'm walking your ass home. Even though she's in kitty form, she's technically in his bolts, and, you know, she was a woman of the 90s and didn't need no, no man in her home, but she did it because she she was not well. Yeah, see, he needed to see, he needed to put his put he needed to put his paw down and say, "Look, woman, I am walking your butt home." Okay, that is it. End of story. Let's go. Start walking. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he could have, you know, he could have said, "Anything happened to you? I would be stuck taking care of Sailor Moon and Venus all by myself." I cannot let you walk home and not making it because I need your help with these two. Yeah, yeah. Dealing with Minako is hard enough. Dealing with Minako and and Usagi, I'm gonna go nuts. <laughs> he he should just been flat out. Sailor Moon was never supposed to be the leader of the Sailor Scouts, so she's the princess. Minaka right. is supposed to be the Sailor Scouts. That's why she's the only character who the front bow doesn't match the back bow. You know, it's, she had a unique design for a reason. Like, she's like the prototype Sailor Scout. She was the first Sailor Scout. And she's, you know, she's an objective. And and Sailor Moon is only a Sailor Scout because, like, it was the ordeal she had to go through to, like, get her memories back. She wasn't actually supposed to keep on with that mantle, and I think she does. Like, like that just irritates the crap out of me. <laughs> you don't let the princess... <laughs> But actually, I kind of like the fact that she kind of kept up with it because it kind of shows that, okay, yeah, she is the princess, but you know what? She's stepping up and saying, you know what? I'm not going to be that stereotypical princess that lets everybody else do everything for me. But but here's the thing. Like, do you know how much smoother their operations would have gone? Yeah. If Actually, do you know how much? Do you know how much things? Do you know how much smoother things would have gone if Mamaru would have just quit getting kidnapped? 
like they were just being born on Earth was supposed to be their miracle romance. That's why the opening theme to, to Sailor Moon is called Moonlight Death Jetsu. It's 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 this miracle moonlight romance. Like they're finally born together on Earth so that they can be together because the love affair between the moon and and on Earth was and killed in the first place. And yes. Because Mamaru just couldn't couldn't stick to his own planet. It but but still an airplane, it just would have been a civil war instead of an intergalactic war. Big <laughs> yes, well, you know, those princes, those princes have to, you know, they have to, they have to screw up well, somehow. Well, the princes screwed up everything because Darian wasn't alone. Prince and Damien wasn't the only one, like, you know, stealing from the intergalactic cookie jar, was he? Oh, his general made Nolan Sailor Moon's general. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> I'm really revolutionary about the, the Sailor Moon monster. And the Okay, like I'm getting every other word. Okay, what was revolutionary about Sailor Moon was that it was the guys who seemed to not be able to play by the rules. It was the guys who kept messing things up and being all like territorial and obsessive and needing to be rescued and constantly. The the movies and the TV show really didn't do justice to the fact that all of Darian, sorry, and Damien's generals also had to be rescued or cleansed and the heartbreak that they would forever be reborn like as servants of the megaverse because of their betrayal of Damien. Well, actually, um, they were actually tricked in the, um, when they rebooted it, they actually rebooted it based on the actual manga, and they were actually tricked into serving um, the Megaverse. Yes, but if I can cross over, if I can cross over fandoms here, just for a minute. We learned in the Chronicles of Darnia that just because someone was tricked into betraying their family doesn't make the betrayal any less a betrayal. True. But anyway, yes, but, so back yeah. back to to Sailor Moon S the movie. S. So we've discussed um, that, that that really, really Artemis needed needed to be more brutally honest and, and a little less compassionate of 
Luna's feelings because, um, like, she was actually really terribly sick, and he needed to be like, no, 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 this is we, we we're not doing this. I am walking you home. All right, go. Yeah, yeah, we need to walk you. We, let's go. Come on. So, um, so she does get rescued by by the scientist. He takes care of her, gets her well, and of course, during this whole time. Everybody is worried because Luna didn't come home. And it's like everybody's looking at Sari- at, at Usagi kind of like, wait a minute, she didn't come home? No. And, and you're just and Ray, us now. And Ray <laughs> being Ray, <laughs> it's like, I bet you she ran away because you're awful to her. And Usagi turns it around kind of like, um, I'm being awful to her. She's the one who's always yelling at me, telling me I have to study more, telling me I'm being a horrible sailor scout, telling me this, telling me that, telling me that. And Usagi's right, actually, because Luna does tell her she's a bad sailor scout and tells her she has to study more and tells her she's a bad student. Well, that's because she is. uh, (laughs) She is. But it's also like Luna's function. Like Luna was tasked with watching over the princess by Queen Serenity. Like you don't get to shirk your duties just because the queen happens to be dead. Yeah, you, you yeah, you don't get that you don't get that you don't get to do that. I mean, um that was the one thing that they did they did take from the manga and they did bring it over into the anime correctly was that Luna was was Usagi's guardian. Whether it be in Silver Millennium or any other lifetime. Well, and in the manga, was I don't guardian. know if you remember this. They have this one beautiful drawing. Did cry? <laughs> this one beautiful drawing in the manga where at one point, like, uh, Usagi and Luna are, are kind of one, and they show, like, this sort of, like, I don't know how to describe it, but they're in the same frame, kind of overlapping to show that they're bonded to the point where almost like the one doesn't exist without the other. They're a bonded pair. What volume was that in? You're going to make me get out the volumes, aren't you? It's probably when they lost their powers and they were all trying to get them back. Oh, crap. I don't remember. Because the reprints are done in six bound volumes, so it's not the same as in the original printing. Right. And I've only got the rebound printings with me. I did 
I completely forgot to bring my um, originals. That's why I was guessing at... Try six. Oh, the reprinting in volume four. Okay. Mama, like, I'm powerless, Mama. So I was one off. I was in five. Yeah, daughter of Santa. Uh, Santa. Yeah. Pluto. Mm-hmm. Dark Moon family. Mm-hmm. No, Dark Lady. That's too late in the series. Had to have been in three. I can't remember what volume, but it was a beautiful drawing. I'll find it one of these days. Oh, it's too hot in this room. Why is the fan off? Somebody turned the fan off. That's why it's 100 degrees in this room. Uh, I hate summer. Uh, I hate summer. Worst season of the year. I don't want to sit in the refrigerator. Why is the air conditioner not on? Why do people keep turning stuff off? Do they not understand I don't have a functional circulatory system? It's 83 degrees in here. Who can survive like that? I think they oh, might have I'm changed it. Slow and painful death. Dehydration and heat stroke. Um, I think they might have changed they it. Their, they would have gotten their powers back, I think, in issue five or six. Wouldn't they? No, it would have been no, it would have been three. No, because it was a the ones where it was after Catsy, Birdie, Prisma, and Avery. It was after Rubius. It was when there was Fisheye, Hawkeye, and Birdeye. Wasn't that after the, the Dark Moon family? Oh, so you're talking after Dark Moon family. Okay. Yeah, I think it was after Dark Moon family. I think. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, back to the movies. Um. But anyway, yeah, so uh I don't remember. So the 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 but like the fact remains that like Sailor Moon's like whole protesting like she's the one who picks on me is really just her not wanting to show people how upset she is that Luna's like gone. Right. Like it's a big front because 
Sailor Moon gets tired of being called selfish, I mean, as far as 14-year-olds go, she's not bad. And, and no. like, even if she said how much she missed Luna, Ray would just give her crap about it anyway. So she gets all defensive instead of expressing her actual feelings. But what gets me, what what I found confusing about the whole thing is why Luna got so, like, like, love-struck over a human just because he happened to be the one who, like, took care of her when she was sick, when Artemis was the one... Who, took, who, who was trying to take care of her the first time. And she was like, no, no, I'm fine. I, I think it was just, you know, the fact that right now she's not seeing Artemis as a love interest. In her mind, he's not a love interest. He's just a partner. to help out, you know. Yeah, but I mean, like, Luna's never noticed other humans before. Like, humans just happen to be those people that Sailor Moon is tasked with protecting. But really, Luna doesn't really care about humanity. Her main focus is protecting the princess. So, and, I think, and teaching um, the princess to do her duty, but she doesn't actually genuinely care about humanity as a whole. I think she cared about him because he he took care of her when she was sick, and and he's rescued her when she was going to get hit by a car. So I, think I will admit there kind is something of, kind of sexy about a guy who's willing to risk his life for a cat. Yeah, I think it was damsel in distress syndrome. That she was going through. Okay, now this is just too funny. I'm pulling out a, a snack called Chip Star. And we're talking about Astronomy. Oh, that's right. He fed her star flakes. Yep. <laughs> Which, by the way, he is not a food appropriate for for a pet. You don't give a sugary no. cereal or candy or whatever those were to a cat. Like. That is, okay, that, is, so these that is poor pet ownership. Yes. Okay, so these are supposed to be lemon-flavored chips. And I'm a chip aficionado mm-hmm. since my uncle works for a potato chip mm-hmm. company. So I'm very mm-hmm. snobbish. Oh, which one? Uh, Bittner's potato, potato chips. What? 
Bittner's potato chips? Never heard of them. Ugh. That's because they're only um, here in the Midwest. Okay, I can't eat these. Okay, they have to have uh, a sour and savory experience. These lemon chips are by by popular brands. Chip Star will help you feel at ease in the summer heat. These chips use real lemons from the Sencho area in Japan to give it that rich, tangy taste. Yeah, but I think you also use seaweed. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't do uh, it. I, a little I'm, too okay, culturally, culturally selective. Okay, I'm going to do it. Remember, chew and swallow. Oh, dear God. Oh, thank God for that banana, that dirty banana milkshake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That was definitely a trick. Anyway. But, um, yeah, I think it was very much a damsel in distress syndrome she was going through. That's why she fell for the guy. I don't know. I almost felt like like it was a he rescued me and then she found out he was sick. And so, like, it became a... Florence Nightingale thing. Maybe. Like the, I've fallen in love with him because cause he's sick and dying and he took care of me, but now he needs me. I just want to give him something to live for. Oh, it's so out of character for Luna. It's so melodramatic. Although I did like that the movie gave us an opportunity to see Luna in her human form because, I mean, really, if we're talking about which, who is the prettiest humanoid in the entire series, look no further than Luna in human form. Aha, but see, Crystal gave us humanoid Luna first season. Oh, sorry, I didn't watch that far into it. I don't think I got past episode four. Where did that show up in first season of Crystal? The end of the end of uh, season one. Meh. Meh. Meh, I say. Um. Just after they kept the general alive long enough for them to get their memories back, of being in love with this inner scouts just to have Queen Mahalania. It all taken away and crushed 
and have them turned into into souls trapped in pieces of jade. Actually, no, just they have them blasted right in front of them, kind of like Venus. Well, that's stupid because their souls are supposed to be trapped in pieces of jade that and Damien carries around with him and talks to when he needs advice. Actually, they do. It's just the the way they did it was kind of like they kept them around so that they would remember who they were and then just blasted them. It was kind of like, really? You literally kept them all all the way? So they still... Are you going to brush your teeth? No, good for you. Melody needed me to open the toothpaste. Wow. They did get turned into pieces of jade. But they just kept them, instead of killing them off, like how they were killed off, they were kept alive so that they remembered who they originally were and they then they were just blown to smithereens in front of the sailor senshi. See, that would have irritated the crap out of me because that is not what happened in the manga. And this is supposed to be following the manga. So once again, they still couldn't get it right. Actually, Figures. I think Naoko wanted to cha- wanted to change that. That was one change Naoko wanted to make. Prove it. Prove it. I think she did say that she wanted to make that change. When? That Where? Toei, Where? That Toei, Prove it. Toei, I, I don't, I don't believe be, that I, until I hear it. i got to pull it someplace. I, I, it's got to be around someplace because they would not have said they were going to go by what the manga did and then still change it without her consent because that was something that she was playing around with with the Sailor Senshi all being in love with with the um the guard of Endymion well that was shown in the artwork for the manga but that the fact that they were like because that's not how it was. I mean, like, when each general was killed off, ironically, usually by the sailor scout that was in love with him in the first place, in yeah, the manga, that was the ironic his soul was <laughs> returned to the chunk of jade that encapsulated their souls. They were all, they're all named after uh, members of the Barrel family, ironically. Jedite, Nephrite, Kuzite, and Zoysite. Those are all. Those are four types of jade. Those are four types of jade, which is a member of the Barrel family along with emeralds. Um, I have a book on stones. So anyway, um, um, about the difference between different types of stones. Anyway, um, but. I mean, they're Darian's and Damien's generals, and he keeps the stones. 
and he can summon the he can summon them anytime he needs their advice, even if they can no longer fight for him. Yeah, you and the reason why he can do that. And you would think the reason why he can do that is because. Anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead first. I was going to say, they were supposed to be reincarnated as uh, Queen Beryl's generals every lifetime. And somehow Sailor Moon purified those those pieces of jade so that they can return to Endamion in a fashion. Yeah, and you would, you know, you would think that, you know, he would, like, you know, maybe, like, once a month, like, summon them up and, you know, like, have the girls there and say, hey, you know what, you guys can have some quality time with your guys. There you go. <laughs> well, they're just ghosts. Like, it's not like they can touch each other. Yeah, but they could still talk with them, you know. Have Again, crossing over time. to another fandom. Crossing over to another fandom for a moment. We see how well that works with the Resurrection Stone in Harry Potter. That's what leads people to suicide. <laughs> this is true. Go take these to the bathroom, please. And Damien can do it because he's not in love with any of his generals. Because it just kind of brings up um, a piece of artwork that was done by somebody. And it was actually quite funny that it was done. It was Nephrite looking over a cloud down at Jupiter when she was kissing the young boy's forehead. And he's, like, completely pissed off. <laughs> well, that's what you get for dying a traitor, you little jerk. <laughs> and he's just got, like, this look on his face, kind of like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> I mean, anyway, so... But yeah, the whole the, the the whole movie with with S like culminates with, as I recall, I a an attack that looks like a giant Christmas tree of Sailor Scouts. And I love. I I actually love. Um, you love the Christmas tree attack. That they no, have I Christmas love tree attack when they're battling no. snow dancers. No, I love Tuxedo Mask's entrance in 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 this one. This one actually takes the cake in Tuxedo Mask entrances. Was that the one where he tries to enter his father Christmas? Yeah. I was really hoping I would never have to remember that ever again. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. I mean, okay, does that not sound like like you've hired a stripper for the office Christmas party? Yeah, especially when he, when he rips off the Santa suit. I mean, thank God the tuxedo's under it. 
Well, that's the, that's the funny that's the funny part is that he ripped off the the Santa suit and like it's tuxedo mask under it. I mean, that's the funny part. That's why I love it, it that is, part it's, because it's, it is. It's, it's, it's funny, but it's also really, really cheesy, really cheesy. Precious Lottie Rainbow funny. Tower Belt. There you go. See, that's why it's why it's so fun. That's why I love it because it's it's cringy, but it's not. Oh God, ew, cringy! It's a funny type of cringy that I can kind of I can take. That type of cringy. Well, you I know, can that's do. why there's that meme going around on the internet. That that it shows Darian and he's like, My work here is done And then it shows Sailor Moon and she's like, But you didn't do anything And then it's just <laughs> like tape flutter. No. <laughs> well that's because he doesn't do anything. <laughs> um yeah, this one they did do, um, they did use the crystal. But I, I loved, loved how they introduced Pluto, Neptune, and Uranus in this one. They're all sitting in a coffee shop. People are running past. And they just look out the window kind of like, okay. And they don't move until the window blows op- blows in and, like, a big piece of ice just comes crashing through the window. It's like people are running past the window for their lives. Well, but if you um, recall the Outer Senshi, the Outer Senshi were very, like, they didn't get involved until it came literally their problem. Oh, that's like, true, and I guess. Well, look, look. People are running down there. Do you think we should help them? No, it's not our problem. Oh crap! Someone just blew something up right next to us. Okay, it's our problem now. <laughs> No, see, like, if I was sitting in a coffee shop, just having a good time with, with my friends, it would not be my problem until someone spills my coffee, and then it's on. <laughs> no, 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 that's actually from Sailor Moon S. Like, the outer senshi are sitting in a coffee shop with a window seat, having coffee. Like, there's people running around outside screaming because, you know, snow dancers in eternal winter. And, and they don't bother until, like, a snow dancer blows up the window and the coffee spills. And they're like, oh, oh, oh. You did not just spill my coffee. Yeah, that totally was exactly what it was like. It was like, oh, no, you did not just spill my coffee all over me. And then it is Uranus world shaking all over the place. Oh, yeah. 
Then she is like completely pissed off because her coffee just got spilt all over the place. <laughs> you almost because, you killed know, my girlfriend. <laughs> as far as who's drinking what, even though it doesn't explicitly say, you know Pluto is probably drinking a green tea, chill, Neptune, maybe drinking a latte, and Uranus, you know she takes her coffee black two sugars. Yeah. So first of all, you spilled Uranus's coffee and you almost killed her girlfriend. <laughs> That's two strikes yeah. right there. <laughs> She's not going to give you a chance for a third. That is that is not Uranus. <laughs> Shit is going down. Actually, this, when I took martial arts rated R. in the in the early two thousands, there was a girl in my martial arts class who. I kid you not, spitting image of Uranus to the point where I called her Omara, like that was my nickname for her. I was like, hey, Omara. She's like, why do you call me that? I'm like, it just it just seems right for you. I, I don't remember what her real name is to this day. Oh God! You never wanted to tell her that you were calling her that calling her by a lesbian sailor scout. Well, because at the time, it was this was like 2000. The Japanese names hadn't been released, so nobody knew that Omara's real name was Haruka. Ah, uh, this is true. So, I do love the uh, final attack, and I do love the final battle. It kind of reminds me of the battle of Usagi versus Beryl. From the first season. I loved. I love the song from the final. The English song from the final battle. Of the first season. But I also. I I liked the song. From the final battle of the second movie. The English song. Although, ironically, that Christmas tree attack would have been the perfect attack to have the Japanese, like, one the one that has, like, all those weird, like, pseudo-chiming bells. That would have been the perfect time for that, because that sounds like a Christmas tree attack. Oh, yeah. I always call it the Christmas tree attack. It is a, I don't know if they intentionally made it look like a Christmas tree, or like because it was part of like the snow Christmas ice theme, or if that was just a happy coincidence. But yeah, it's a Christmas tree attack. I think it was just because it was just a happy coincidence that that's how it ended up being. But I like how it kind of mirrored um, the first season because. Um, the Snow Queen was so big and Beryl was so big and Usagi was such a small character up against, up against a very big character with her friends behind her, helping her. 
And technically, again, her friends were under her. Thing. You know what I mean. This song gets to be the angel her. on the top of the Christmas tree. <laughs> but it, it was the same thing. They were helping her to defeat the the bad guy. So I loved that part. So kudos for that part. Um, oh, hey, sorry. <laughs> Fred does a really great impression of Molly's Brooklyn accent. <laughs> it's hilarious. He said he he prefers it when that. I call when I call Sailor Moon Usagi because if I say Serena, he immediately thinks of Molly going, "Oh, hey, Serena." <laughs> you know, in Japanese, she probably has has an Osaka accent. I believe I mentioned that last episode. But yeah. in in general, it's been my experience with English dubs of anime that if someone is from Osaka, they're either given a southern accent or a Brooklyn accent. Mm-hmm. I never noticed that. But um, what was the other thing that I liked? Oh, God, I I just had it in my brain. Okay, um, on the VHS, I do remember the Snow Queen's dress not being as revealing as it was in the Pioneer and the uncut version. I haven't seen the Pioneer version. Mm-hmm. The I've only seen version, the original Zeke version. The Pioneer oh, version is the Pioneer version is the um the DVD version. Pioneer was the only one that um put it to DVD. Well, I know, like I own it, but I refuse to watch it. Well, see, that's the Deke dubbing. That's still the deep dubbing. But it has the Japanese um, music. And I'm sorry, I just the 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 whole the whole game show music thing I'm never ever gonna be okay with. Because they carry that through every single like it never changed. Like it didn't evolve. Like No, it was just Sailor Moon. Yes, and it was awful. Like, I mean, if if if, if this was meant for, for for teenagers in Japan, really, like they couldn't give teenagers in Japan better music than Moon 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 Moon. Seriously, that's not that's not how they did it. They just did it Sailor Moon. They just did. They just like harmonized and then to, would do Sailor Moon, Sailor yeah, Moon no, no. a few it, times. They were, saying, and that's they were it. saying Moon. No, they were saying Moon. They were saying Moon. We all heard it. And mm. and and I or, think and it was to... one of the other skills. Sega Jupiter. <laughs> So 
show. I don't watch but those, those particular it. ones. So I can't tell you, I can't tell you if this, if Princess Snow Kaguya was more scantily clad when they moved well, it just, to DVD. Well, I know that she's more scantily clad because the dress is cut basically. If she had nipples, it's past her nipples. You know, I, maybe there's something wrong with me because, like, no I have never, I have never, in all the animes I've ever watched. What did I say? Uh huh. Fine. Fred, would you like to take over this episode? In all the anime I've ever watched. Don't make me kick you. Uh, in all the anime I've ever watched, I have never bothered to notice. Like, it's never even occurred to me to notice when someone is or is not scantily clad. Like, do I, like, am I the only one that just doesn't care? Like, person could be walked. But maybe it's from years of watching pro wrestling with Fred. Like, I could watch a guy, like, walking down the street in, like, a T-shirt and underwear and not think about it because that's, like, just a wrestling outfit, really. Um, have you seen what in what, have you seen what female women wrestlers wear? Um, yes. I just, I don't think I notice this anymore. I think I've been desensitized. Like You probably have. But I think um, the original version, the dress was cut in a little bit further into into the breastbone. I think Deke re, re, reanimated that part so that the dress was cut more into the breastbone so that she had cleavage, but she didn't have cleavage and boobs just right out on the street. I don't know. Well, like I said, I grew up with the never-ending story where the Sphinx Gate and the Southern Oracle, <laughs> uh, you will never be able to get an anime character whose boobs and nipples can beat that. Yeah, and you know that's the thing. You know, we had that, but yet stars was too racy. Really? Um, well, I don't know. I didn't think, I, I don't know. People still seem to have hang-ups about uh, gender-specific clothing and, and expression of gender. People still seem to have hang-ups in this country about that. So I don't, I don't think... Even in this day and age, I think that having stars in, introduced would have totally changed the rating of, from, of Sailor Moon from PG to MA. Because Actually, our, as a society... It, it, it did for the last two episodes on Hulu. Ah. So... um. 
because of Sailor Moon's death and because they considered her quote-unquote naked when basically she could have been wearing a bodysuit. When? At the very end, she was basically, the only thing she had was a pair of wings, and she... Well, she probably was naked. But you could have also said that she was wearing a bodysuit. If you took out all of the lineage of the boobs like they did with the transformations, you could have just said she was wearing a bodysuit. You could have. No one would have believed it. Um, they believed it for the transformations. Only the people who want to believe that. Um, anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I know. But uh, I think... So. I, a, I think they're never going to admit that Haruka is gender fluid. And I, they're no. probably never ever going to really be comfortable with stars. And I will admit that the whole, like, origin of the universe thing, like, it's a little hard to follow at some point. Um, yeah. Towards the end there, okay. I was kind of like, okay, so who's alive and who's dead now? Like, where are we at? Um, yeah, no, it's like, let's take a body count. <laughs> They're <laughs> still with us. So this whole oh, we're gonna get married and we're gonna have Rini was that like were they actually like reborn and rematerializing or was that like Sailor Moon's like last like conscious thought before she dissolved into the the universe cauldron or whatever? Like I don't know that that, that got a little that got a little iffy towards the end. I guess we're just going to have to wait until stars comes out because yeah. hopefully they'll have, um, they'll have um, uh, um, the dream series. They're supposed to be having two movies come out in theaters. Hopefully they're supposed to be having the first one this year and the second one next year. Hopefully that's still on the block. But as far as where this lands in the um, death busters, um, I say the professor told the witches five, let's go, let's, 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 it's, it's, it's winter break now. Let's go, let's go take a vacation. <laughs> uh, because it seriously, was... it's like, where does this, this land in, in, in the spectrum of the Death Busters series? Because they've got the talismans, they've got the, they've got the, they, they've got the chalice. They've obviously have not defeated um, Mistress Nine because Pluto is still there. So, did the Deathbusters just decide to go and like take take the winter break off? 
Well, yeah, because like if they defeated Mr. Schneim, then Sailor Saturn would have been reborn as a baby, and Haruka and Michiru would be like carrying around an infant. Well, no, because actually, remember, um, no, they, they they didn't get the infant. The infant went with um, Hotaru's dad. No, I don't. In the original that. anime. Uh, yeah, he he he. he well, took oh, in the in the anime, but in the manga. No, in the, in in the, the original manga... anime. In the original anime, he took the he took the baby. Because he survived well, in the in the anime. Yeah, but 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 in the manga he didn't, and Haruka and Michiru. But we're saying in the, in the in the in the anime, where did this land? So I'm thinking. Oh right, right. Um, the Deathbusters decided it's summer, va- it's winter vacation. We're gonna go to a ski resort and we're gonna go skiing and we're gonna plot some new plots and we're going to come back and then we're going to beat the shit out of uh, Sailor Moon and her friends. <laughs> it's, it, it's like at Hogwarts. Like, you know, despite trying to kill Harry repeatedly, Voldemort and, and the Death Eaters are, are always very, very careful to do it at the end of the year so that Harry doesn't miss any classes. Oh, uh, yes. All, all except, all except for Quirrell, because he tried to ki- kill Harry mid-year. But like after that first year, like everybody waits till, you know, till finals are over. Yeah. So, um. The next now you can go ahead and actually. Read a different version of this movie by picking up, as I said, the Sailor Moon um, short stories. This one is in volume two. This is in the very first. This is the very first one in volume two. Mind you, it is very different from the movie. It starts different. But the story is pretty much the same. Um, the characters, to... I was actually really impressed with how much the characters in the movie looked like the characters from the manga. The bad guys. Like. Oh, yeah. Because, well, you know, they were so often with... they, they, so, well, well, so often point... they had been changed. Well, at this point they were catching up with... Maoko. Yeah, they were catching up with her because the reason why there were so many filler episodes were they were giving her time to flush out the story for the very first for the very first season. So they wanted to give her enough time to ink. Um the Negaverse season of the manga and then the same thing for uh, the Black Moon arc and the same thing for the Dream arc is they wanted to give her enough time to ink those in manga form. That's why we were able to see the same bad guys in the manga on 
in the in the anime they were they were changed mostly because they didn't exactly know where she was going with them but they knew what the characters were because they they knew that ahead of time like the whole, what the characters were that, that sounds like the whole pink celestia excuse Well, actually, no, that's actually the reason why they were doing it, because if they would have waited, we would have had one episode a year. And think about how long it would have taken us to to get an entire series done. Well, what I've always wondered is why, like, they've tried, why would you ever try to run a manga and it's related TV series concurrently. Like, why wouldn't you let them, like, the, the first complete story of a manga finish before well, I doing think the first was, season of the corresponding anime? Well, that this just was, seems um, really unreasonable. This was Sailor Moon, Dragon Ball Z, and a lot of the earlier animes that they were taking from mangas that's why the animes and the mangas were so different was because they were giving the manga artists enough time to flush out their ideas so that they can end the seasons matching the mangas. That's why they finally, they finally got to the point where it's like, okay, wait a minute. We need to stop doing this. That's why we eventually got it to the point where, okay, we're going to wait until the the artist is done creating the the actual manga, and then we're actually going to make it into an anime. The only the only anime that did not they weren't able to actually do that with was Nana because the artist actually got sick before they were able able to actually finish it. And it, act, it actually took them about five or ten years before she, he or she actually came out with the final installments that actually Speaking showed Ren died and um, Nana... Osaka actually ran off. Yeah, so speaking of finishing a manga series, did you realize Fred insulted my honor <gasps> last week by accusing me of not having read all of Ranma One Half and all of Inuyasha? And he, he demanded that I tell him he demanded that I tell him how the final how the final volumes ended because he did not remember that I had read them all. He is now off my Christmas card list. I am the one who for his twenty eighth birthday bought him the entire Mermaid Scar series of the manga. The four volumes of Mermaid Scar. 
Like, he knows that I know Rumiko Takahashi. So, like, I don't know where that whole, you've never, you, what do you mean? You've never read the end of my manga. Dude, I have read every volume of every manga in this house. Anyway. Back to Except Sailor Moon. for you, La La, which I'm still in the middle of reading. I'm on volume two. Okay. So that's only because I only got it last month. Okay. Uh, uh, next one is Ami-chan's First Love. That actually came... I don't remember this actually coming on the VHS tape. Wait. Do you remember Ami-chan that? Ami-chan has a first love? Yes, there was actually an animated version of this. Um, it actually, there is also in the short stories, volume one, in the exam battle stories, Ami-chan's first love. It is I actually pinned the, out. I remember now. there's there's a short story in the manga, but you're right, I don't think it's on the, the VHS. I don't, I don't yeah, think I've seen it. That's what I thought. When I watched, when I saw it in the movie theater, I was thinking... I don't remember this. And I was like, I was trying to keep up with the with the um, with the subtitles because I could only see it subbed. I couldn't see it dubbed, so I missed quite quite a bit of it. But it was like hilarious. Basically, um, Ami is allergic to love letters. She will literally break out into hives. If she gets a love letter. That's hilarious. It, oh, that is so, is. that is such a, <laughs> that is such a Virgo thing to do. <laughs> that is such a Virgo reaction. I dated a Virgo. Hey, I don't break out in the highs when I get a love letter. I don't and know. Have you ever got one? Should we put that to the test? Should I announce on the air what your address is in case there's some unrequited like brony who wants to write you a love letter? No, you should not. <laughs> anyway, she All gets right, a love letter. All right, all the out there, just write to Amy. <laughs> No, 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 and they all look at her like she has just told she has just told them that she well, because that's from irrational. Mars. That's that, that's a fresh. No, no, Mars is from Mars. Mercury is from Mercury. <laughs> but 
<laughs> so just, just to be clear, there's that. a That's reason why. why they get the why they why they get those names. The princess of their own respective planet. But she literally is from that that giant white hot ball that's too close to the sun. So anyway, um, See, that's from Mercury. Why I said that. <laughs> Mercury's from I knew Mercury. You were say so that. we're all clear. And. I mean, is it the ink that the guy is using? Is she allergic to fragrance? Like, is he putting cologne on it? Because that's kind of a dick move. I'm just gonna just gonna say that right now. No, like, don't add no. perfume or fragrance to your letters to people because you don't know who's allergic. No, she's just allergic to love letters. That's she's just allergic to love letters. Well, then that's a psychosomatic response, and she needs to get some therapy because that's yeah, no not kidding. like you can't you can't be allergic to an expression of emotion. Like, there's not a protein response for that. I know, and then then she beca- then she becomes obsessed because there's this person by name of Mercurius, whom is taking right. tests. And he's scoring. Tying. He's tying her scores. And pissing her off. It's pissing her off. And she's becoming obsessed. But you have to understand that that a 400 IQ is not actually a humanly possible IQ. So for anybody to be equal to her means that they're not human. There's possibly some survivor from the Silver Millennium Wars who was also reborn on Earth, who was originally Mercurian, who's rivaling her. Like, can you imagine what that must be like? Like, you're the princess of a planet that no longer has a people on it because the princess you were supposed to be serving and protecting fell in love with a human Man, humans suck. They ruin everything. They could suck being reborn on their planet because your 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 existence is bound to this 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 problematic princess. But it's okay because that means you're the smartest person on the planet. And all of a sudden, here's a guy whose name is similar to your superhero identity. Who is rivaling you and everything, and that shouldn't even be humanly possible. And, like, that that had to have messed with her head. That would mess with anybody's head under the circumstances. So like, that's like Superman finding out he's not, the, he's not the last person from Krypton. He's not the only survivor. Like, we remember how all that turned out. Yeah, this is true. I mean, but yeah, she can only she assume becomes... there's another person from Mercury. He's rivaling my scores. He's probably evil. And, of course, there's an evil spirit that attaches themselves to her and follows her home. Usagi, Mama, Mamaru, and Chibiusa go over to her house because they're concerned about her. And Kiri starts a fight with this person. They walk into her room. 
Usagi falls into this dimensional portal and is hanging on to the floor. Mamoru and Chibiusa don't even realize it. (laughs) They're more concerned about the fight that's going on in the room. And I mean, how irresponsible is that? If the future like, king and princess can't keep an eye on the queen, and one of her and one of the queen's generals is is is, is starting a fight with someone and not paying attention to her, I mean, jeez. I mean, you know, like, when you really seriously? think about it, you've got to feel sorry for Princess Serenity. I mean. This whole being like, reborn thing on the same planet clearly has some drawbacks. Yeah, it's like, seriously, your own child and husband, your future child and husband and current boyfriend are just like, uh, and like, you're hanging on for dear life, yelling for help, and they're just like, ignoring you. <laughs> Mind you, Sailor Moon is a little bit of a drama queen. So maybe they're used to ignoring her when she seems dramatic, but that would have been a good time to just maybe casually look over just to make sure she's not being. I mean, and considering yeah, and the fact that Darian literally, literally owes Sailor Moon and Sailor Moon's mom his life. Yeah, and he, they, they can, do not even look at her to see if whether or not her screams for help are actually genuine. They just keep staring at Mercury, and it's just like, wow, seriously, really? (laughs) You're not even going to look down to, to like, make sure that she's, like, okay? (laughs) Yeah. Poor Sailor Moon. Anyway, we should have one more episode so we can talk about supers, because there is a whole wormhole worth of stuff there. Yeah, there is a whole wormhole there because I'm thinking that was considered um, for the U.S. I think that was considered the ending of the series for the U.S. Yeah. You know, I bought my, my VHS cassettes from the WB store. Do you remember the WB store? Oh, yes, I do. Ah, good times. That was back before they changed it to CW for reasons that I will never actually comprehend. I forgot where I bought mine from. I think we got the DVDs from online. We ordered them online. But, yeah... But, Back when yeah. you could walk into a store and find VHS sets. So but I have to say I have to say one thing about supers. Candy. We we finally have a villain who is fully clothed in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a Midwest thing? Do you guys just have like hangups about 
how much clothes people wear. Well, no, because I got to tell you, right now, I am wearing a scoop neck shirt and shorts. My legs are hanging out all over the place. Well, no, it's just that, you know, they were all concerned about, you know, how they were dressed so provocatively in these in these animes and in these movies. Well, it makes and sense like, for the villains to be dressed provocatively. That's how you know they're evil. Exactly. I mean, and then th- and then this last one, I mean, she is like dressed from head to toe, completely covered up. She. Well, she's I mean, supposed to look sweet and innocent and allure children to their doom. You can't do that while looking like like a streetwalker, can you? <laughs> you look like a fairy princess from the land of lollipops. Every kid's gonna follow you. You look like the you, like, like you work in the red light district, and everybody's gonna give you a wide berth. Just say it. Okay. So do you want me to pull um, this week's Blind Bag Pony of the Week? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I did bring three with, so should I pull two for this week or one? Two. Okay. I'll pull these two. I'll save that one for next week. Okay. So, if you do want to see Amy's um, first love, you can actually read it in Sailor Moon Short Stories, Volume 1. It is, again, under the exam stories. There is actually one from the anime in here it is beware of cavities that i believe came from the um s storyline that's the one where they had to go to the dentist's office Oh, let me go get the short stories off the shelf. No, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it, no, I've got it up, right here. No, I've got it right here on the couch. No, but I've got it right here. I could get up off the couch. <laughs> you know what I'm hoping they'll finally release in English? Uh, no, this one's from Pokemon. They're. they're this is from the supers. So this one is from the dreams, from the dream arc. The dream crystal so arc? Did, yeah, the dream crystal arc. So they do have a few that she did ink. See, there's volume one. Chibius is picture day and beware of the transfer student. Um, 
she views this picture diary, beware of Tanabata. Yes, beware of cavities. Um, exam battle stories, chapter one, the melancholy of Mako Chan. Uh, which is Mako-chan, by the way. For those of you who don't know, is Sailor Jupiter. Um, oh, the one with Amy sitting in the bathtub. Exam battle stories, Amy Chan's first love. Um, yeah, that's so... Exam Battle Stories, Chapter 3, Ray and Minako's Girls' School Battle. Uh, Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon Side Story, The Secret, Hammer, Price, Hall. Okay. Um... Yeah, it is. Beware of cavities. It's under 52. It's under um, Chibius's picture diary. It's right under uh, Beware of Tanabata. Oh, I missed it. Okay. Yep, there it is. And then Volume 2 has great picture of Luna in human form and the cat family in human form. Uh, Which I hope they and show that. It's very, in, very, very pink in picture of Sailor Moon. I hope they show Artemis in human form because, oh man, that cat is. Who oh, he's dreamy. <laughs> yeah, so okay, it starts so... off with the first line of it is actually from Princess Snow Kaguya. And it's I've been so lonely. You who took my first sliver into your hand, you are my eternal partner. And then it moves into Sailor Neptune discussing how she doesn't like that lipstick color. And Neptune seeing a comet in the mirror, etc. and so on and things. And it goes... I I pulled all these doubles out of here. Takadoo. That's right, his name is Takadoo. Um, yeah. Yeah, her titties are okay. exposed in the manga, though, too. Um, a yeah, lot. Her, her, yeah, that's how they are in the in the in the uncut anime, and I think in the Deke anime they kind of bring it closer to the collarbone to give her cleavage. Know, she's just wearing but... like gauze and nothing. Um, yeah, yeah. I think they bring that that gauze in to look more like a dress than 
gauze and nothing. Okay, so I have Wave 18, and I have um, Twilight Sparkle, who I already had, and I thought I'd already pulled already pulled her from circulation. And this is the U.S. version, as I do have the U.S. and the U.K. version of Wave 18. Yeah, and and actually the the whole um, Ice Princess storyline takes up the whole uh, more than more than half of Volume Two. Yeah. And then the second half is a story about Mars, and then there's parallel Sailor Moon, which I think has it has the children of all the Sailor Scouts, including uh, like daughter. Yeah, the second daughter of Sailor Moon. Because Rini or Chibiusa, her generals are uh, Sailor Palace, Sailor Juno, Sailor Vesta, and um, I can't remember. But they were bad guys for a while. Yeah, they were. Um, the, they were the. Um, they were the. Um, they were the. Um, from the dream arc, they were the Amazon quartets. Yeah. Um, and all named after okay. gods, by the way. Pallas is Athena. Juno is Hera. Vespa, I can't remember what Vespa is. It's another star, though. Um, okay. And then, can't remember. Who's the last one that I'm remembering? There Vespa. Palala. Which one? Palala. No, no, palace is is a palace. That's that, that's that's Athena. I've already named that one. I can't remember. But anyway, so Chibiusa has those as her generals, and then uh. The second no, daughter, the, the second daughter, yeah, there's four. I can't remember what the fourth one is. Anyway, but the second daughter has, um, has, her, her guardians are the children of, um, all the other Sailor Scouts. So it's, it, it's, uh, what is, what is her name? I get to that. Um, parallel Sailor, Sailor Moon. It says in July 1999, in a certain dimension on a certain planet. Oh, I was 19 at the time. Uh, <laughs> in a certain country, in a certain town, in the early afternoon. All the all the Sailor Scouts have gotten together. And, um. Mercury is pointing out that Minako is late. 
again. Kousako. Take a few minutes is and Kousako. Huh? Kousaki. That's her name. That's right. And the kids of the Sailor Scouts are all a little bit older than Kosagi. It's like, let's see. Kosagi, the main character, yet how many pages have you kept us waiting? Um, your eldest daughter's cram school tuition invoice, your younger daughter's school lunch fee, past due notice, you were a no-show today at today's PTA social. Did you lock the front door? Uh, that's Rainy, isn't it? Yeah, she looks ticked off. Poor Rainy having to be the responsible one still. They hear all <laughs> of their husbands are adopted fiancés. What? Well, our mom is are all friends, so it can't really be helped. Uh, oh, that's right. Um, let's see. I'm going home to sleep. I'm going to Jimbacho to look at books. There's a really yummy curry shop in Jimbacho. Kurosagi votes for Jimbacho. Um, I finally caught up to you. I ran, so I'm starving. Let's go eat something. That sounds, yeah, that sounds like a, Isagi right there. Here comes human yep. eating machine. She's eating something <laughs> again. She okay, might be so a second, fire extinguisher. Um, the second second blind pig pony of the week is Joan Pamel Pamelway. From wave uh, twenty. Man, all the all the kids of the Sailor Scouts are brats. A super pink cat, really pink cat. But, yeah, back to what you were saying uh, before about... That's right, Kosagi is afraid of cats, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, I I originally read this on Manga Fox, that story. Because it was not published for a long time. Right. Well, that's why I said these were never they weren't ever published until very recently. That's why I said I don't remember um Ami being in love ever being on the VHS tape, ever being dubbed. That's kind of why I kind of it kind of sucked that I didn't get to see the dubbed version of it on Saturday because it was not playing in any theater that was close enough for me to get to it because the only showing was at noon and there was no way I was going to get to any of the theaters that it was playing at by noon from my house. 
phone. But yeah, I liked your analogy last week about the anime being um, parallel world to, to, to the manga because it really is because of the fact that they did have to create so much content in order for the artist to have enough time to go ahead and complete the actual manga itself to complete the storyline itself for them to complete the story arc to match the manga. I'm reading this again. I might cry. Hello. Sorry. Yes. Yes. Just, uh, just, just reading the, the S movie story arc and, uh, in the manga, try not to cry. Well, don't cr- well, don't don't read it. Well, I can't help it now. The book is open. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't want you to get cut off last week by um, blog talk. That's why I kind of cut you off a little bit early. But I liked your your idea about it being a parallel universe and. When I found out that that's why they had so many filler episodes, it was kind of like, okay, your reasoning actually does make a lot of sense. It yeah. is basically a parallel universe to the ma. The original anime was a parallel universe to the anime. The anime was a parallel universe to the manga because, yeah, it was the same kind of storyline, but different. It's like, instead of making a right-hand turn, they made a left-hand turn for the anime. Yeah. The the reasons why they had to make that left-hand turn makes sense because they had to give the the artist enough time to go ahead and create finish finish their creation. Speaking of finished creations, can I make a personal yeah. announcement? Yes. If you go to YouTube and type in Deadly Conflicts by Amy N. Showers, you will find a book trailer for my book. Oh, sweet. Yes, it is finally up and running after 
I don't remember how many freaking months. <laughs> I had to make I had to have him do one change because it kind of like didn't make sense the way they had had some of the pic a couple two of the pictures. But the way it looks now, it looks a little bit more like my story. A little bit more cohesive. And I have to say, the guys they picked to, to be the two love interests for my, my, my main character... Boy, they went with perfect, perfect specimens. Oh yeah. <laughs> so next week we will go ahead and finish up with supers, and then we will do a complete. Completion review of all three movies. Um, the last one, I think it's going to be pretty easy to pinpoint where that movie kind of lands in the spectrum of timeline and all of that. So, and all I have to say is. Poor, poor, poor tuxedo mask. Poor guy can't catch a break. He's the Princess Peach of the manga world. He's the Princess Peach and he gets his ass handed to him in the last movie. Yeah, it's hard being a dad, you know. <laughs> I do have to say, you know, they have to sit down and give Chibi use of the talk, you know. They, you can't marry your daddy? Um, No matter how cute he is? I guess there's two talks they need to give her. (laughs) Maybe. You can't marry your daddy and you can't keep leading guys on. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I always feel like she picks guys like she never has an earthly chance with. You know, first there's her dad, then there's the... Pegasus that lives at the center of the earth. Then there's the fairy boy. Like, I mean, you realize fairy boy is never going to grow up, and sooner or later, uh, Chibiusa will 
Like, I mean, come on now. Yeah, but she's starting to become a heartbreaker here. I don't think she's a heartbreaker. I think she just has a really bad, like, it's not her fault that she can't marry, you know, the high priest of Earth. I mean, he's the high priest of Earth. He's got duties. And then it's not her fault that Pararu is a fairy boy. I mean, that's kind of Pararu's fault, isn't it? Um, she does like this cute little boy. And why at her age, only 900 years old, should she have to commit to someone? I mean, she's got plenty of time to grow up. I mean, really, if you think about it. Which we'll get more into next week. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm kind of hoping Melody waits till she's 900 before I have to deal with her being any more into boys than she already is. I'm just going to keep encouraging her to be in love with the, with, the, with the men from Mythbusters because then I will never have to worry because she will probably never meet them. They're all way too old for her. She's never going to have a chance with those. Well, we're going to we're about to get cut off, so All right. So until next all week, right. Pony next Night week, Nights. Pony Night Nights. Pony Night Nights, and we'll finish off the Sailor Moon Supers. This is Kimono, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye. Is that it? Are we done? Are we alone? <sighs> well, Okay. Two shows down. We said we'd probably end up with three. Well, we were right. So next week we will we will finish up with supers. We'll do a full review of all three movies plus the mini mini movie, and that will be it until next week. Keep fighting for love and justice by moonlight. Bye-bye now.